This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Mr. Mr. Let's go. Oh, sorry. Okay. Let's go. Oh. Okay, go okay. to mommy. Come help me mix. Go help mommy mix. Come go cook lunch. Okay, I can't wait to eat your lunch. I love the interview. The way it's going. Even with the kids and the noise. <laughs> because it's, it's, it's aspect of family. Yeah, it's absolutely. And of course, they're coming up in the conversation. Exactly. Yeah. So, um... So once again, we had a family interruption there. <laughs> we are loving. These are the parts of, again of, of Corona. Oh, yeah. Family time. I have, Yanni, I'm loving this moment. So let me just throw this in. I was talking to my boy, JMO. Um, and um, so we're just talking about, you know, how's this Corona time taking you? And, you know, the disruption is brought in our lives. You can't go to work. It was like, most. we will never get another time like this with our kids. That's true. So just enjoy it, man. I know. Let's enjoy it. Let's make the most out of I it. I know. Our kids are out, they're going to become teenagers in a few days. They will not want oh, anything know. to do with us. So, even I'm here with my daughter. My daughter, yeah, Luke, or, or more like she's she's here enjoying the scenery. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so most mm-hmm. for me, why I have to touch on the sponsorship thing, and we're going to continue the story, yeah. is just because even it's you you said it earlier. I'm just walking a step at a step and God and and you can see how God is connected because somebody can be sitting and thinking how do I get how do I go and do get sponsorship from Stato how do I go get sponsorship from the UK you didn't know I know I had no in fact even at that point I had no <laughs> desire of going to the states I was very happy doing what he's all doing I didn't even go looking for it exactly you know so Sean is one who said Mose you need to come over I didn't even know guys go to race support in the states Exactly, exactly. Until that first trip when I did it. So what happens now when you go to Stato? I did tell you how I got that 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 visa. Okay, yeah. So you said for the governor. So the the governor sent a letter. So I was called to go pick up the letter, and then I look at it. It's from the it's from the governor of Kentucky, and he signed it there. It's an invitation uh, to Moses Kimathi Matenge. He's coming to do blah 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 with Lyft student camps, please. Uh, grant him a visa. Grant him the support that he needs. So. I'm working at Hope FM and Metro FM at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went when I went for my visa interview, I only went with my letter of application, letter of invitation from the governor and my passport. That's it. So when I'm sitting there at the embassy, I'm like I think I think I've done something wrong. Cuz guys have files. <laughs> Also, when you files, you get a kubwa bank accounts, yes, and yeah. all those things, you know, title deeds. Yep. And I'm like, I'm in so much funk. I should not have agreed to come for this interview today, but I'm here. So let me just wait. So, dude, I'm hearing. And you know how that place? Uh, yeah. You know, they interview you. Everyone can hear the questions. Yep. So, Richard, where where are you going to the U.S.? Why are you going to the U.S.? Do you have any evidence that you're going to come back? That's a very bad American accent. You know, do you have any evidence that you're going to come back? So they ask you all these questions, but they just want to know that you have reason to come back and you're not trying to skyline. Mm. So, I mean, I would see guys being denied visas and I was like, man, this is crazy. So I was the last guy to be interviewed by the lady on that counter that I went to. Mm. I think it was counter six. Yeah. So when I went there, she looked at my papers. She was like, so Moses, what do you do? I said, I'm a DJ. Oh, you're a DJ. She smiles, Kwanza. Because I think she's looking at just how ridiculous. <laughs> this guy has two papers. Yes. <laughs> One is ours. It's our letter of invitation. It's our letter of application. There is just his passport and the letter of invitation. So she says, okay, you're a DJ. She turns around and asks her colleague. So Moses here says he's a DJ. Do you know him? And that lady was like, no, I don't know him. So like, I guess I'm fine. Yanni, this is it. Mm. But I took, you know, just quick, Yanni. Um, I said, unless she listens to gospel music. So that lady said, oh, I think so-and-so listens to gospel music. So the lady who was interviewing me from the U.S. Embassy called that lady to be, you know, hey, just come. This guy says he's a gospel DJ. Do you know him? And that lady knew me. And I don't know who it is. That's She's it. like, yes, I know him. He's a gospel DJ. <laughs> so the lady looked back at me and she said, okay, Moses, I'm not denying you your visa, but I want more information about you, you know. So do you have any bank statements, any title? Just something to show me that you're going to come back home. 
was like, okay. So she gave me a slip. I can't remember if it was a pink slip. So to go and bring more documents about who I am. Bro, my account didn't have much money. <laughs> my account had, it had 10 Gs. Mm -hmm. It had 10 Gs. No, it had 7 Gs. My folks are retired. Mm. My dad has not been paid his pension. Mm. So we have nothing much to show. You know, title deeds, Shambayotu Konyeri, mm. you know, those days, it's that, you know, those Shambas were probably, my dad had not even required his own title deed. So I didn't have anything much to go and take to the, to the embassy. One week went, I didn't go back. Two weeks, I'm like, man, how do I go to this embassy? With an account of seven Gs. I mean, I'll just be denied this visa. But, you know, it's like, you know, it doesn't matter. Let me just go with what I have. I will not go with any fake documents. Mm -hmm. I went to Metro. I asked for a letter. Wanjiro Kago now, who was our station manager at that time, gave me a letter. I went to Family, uh, sorry, to Hope FM. Uh, David gave me a letter. Uh, I think maybe it was Monica. Mm. And I went to the embassy with my bank statement of seven Gs, actually to 7,000. My bank account was with Barclays. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, whatever happens, help happens. And my mom gave me her bank statement. Now, when I went back, two weeks later, same lady, she remembered me. She was like, oh, you're back. She didn't even look at my documents. She just... She was like, so when you go to the US and they offer you a job, please ask them to get in touch with us so we make sure we process your documents. That's it. I was like, man, if I tried to go with fake documents uh -huh, uh -huh. and all those things, I would have maybe would have should have looked at the documents and messed, you know, completely messed up my opportunities to travel. And bro, I have never paid for a ticket to go to the States. Ever. I don't think I'd have had the money to do it anyway. So that opened up the door for me to go to the States. And every year since. Okay. I want when you went to the States, what happened? So when I went to the States, we spoke at this youth camp and talked about what it is that we're doing here together with Sean. And it was just an amazing experience. So I was there for two months. It also gave me an opportunity now to go and visit my boys from the hood who had all, many of them had relocated to the States. <laughs> <laughs> so I got an opportunity to go and visit with them, which was fantastic, man. I got to visit them in LA. We had a good time. Now they gave me clothes. <laughs> oh man, I came back with two suitcases full of new clothes, man. That they've given. That they have given me, man. Yeah, I can't believe this story. Now, you know, the most beautiful thing about this was, at that time, I had met up with Gospel Fathers. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, so... Ken, Samu, and Kera. And Kera, and Akinalena. So, bro, the most beautiful thing I remember was now me bringing all these guys whom I'm doing missions with. Fresh clothes, designer clothes from abroad. That is insane that oh, you also you man. are given and you also give. Oh bro, uh, two suitcases, man. Two suitcases of shoes. Basically what I did was uh I told my boys, listen, you guys have access to these things. Us guys don't. So I'm going to take away as much as I can from you guys. And I'll go. I'll share these things out. What? And they're like, cool. You guy. That's oh man. It was it was it was fantastic. And of course you bought music. I was given a lot. So that camp connected me with some very good guys, man. Like one of my best friends, his name is Scott. Mm. Scott is in Ohio. Scott told me more, when you come to Ohio, just come and visit us. So I went to visit Scott one day and he took me to this music shop. He was like, take whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> the church will pay for it. What? Yeah. Brand new albums, man. So go sample, you know, the best that's the time oh man <laughs> god is amazing how he provides so that trip to the states that was in 2003 i went back in 2004 uh oh by the way i started dating an american girl mm -hmm. uh just from friends of ours i mean she was a good friend of going for a long time yeah uh and so i even went to visit her family just as bonding you know um so it was also good for me to go and visit you know and see who her family is and stuff like that so, um, but then uh, during those during those trips, I mean, God would just give me some great connections, mm -hmm. you know, great connections. Uh, and every trip that I went to would open a new door. And in 2005, when I got to visit the U.S., 
uh, that's the time when uh, we came out, we came back with the cards for True Love Waits. Mm-hmm. I remember that. exactly because that was ATM. ATM, which is now still marriage. Still marriage. Yeah. And we, we, used, we used to give guys ATM cards. Like it looks like a real ATM card. That said, abstinence till marriage. I choose to abstain till marriage. And then it had uh, expiry date, your wedding day. Uh-huh. You know, and guys had to sign at the back of the card just like you send a normal ATM card. So when I was in the States, you know, I bond with my boy. His name is Luis. And Luis said, Mose, when you guys are ready to do TSO, so I'll give you the little bit that I have. So Luis gave us 180 Gs. Yo. But that's wonderful because you've been given a venue. So we have Nairobi Baptist uh-huh. gave us a venue. But then the sound system and the lights that we had for that, they took it took all the money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that gig was a faith journey because I'm glad that uh, that last week, Hope FM agreed to run our commercials. Free. Free. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. We never They never used to pay us for our radio mm. But they had issues playing our commercials for... But they allowed you to talk about it on your show. We could talk about it. On our and show. let's be real. I came for that event because I heard about it on that plug-in show. Oh wow! So okay, now this is wonderful. I want us now. TSO, we're going now. We're going to talk about this event because it was extremely huge. Yeah. But I want to paint a landscape. I want to now say who was in the industry at that time. Yep. Who are the musicians? So the musicians were. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Oh, wow. So, okay, now this is wonderful. I want us now... TSO, we're going, now we're going to talk about this event because it was extremely huge. Yeah. But I want to paint a landscape. I want to now say who was in the industry at that time. Yep. Who are the musicians? So the musicians were, of course, Juxi, mm-hmm. Gospel Fathers. Who are now at this time mm-hmm. becoming Zaidia Mziki. Now, it was after that, like a year after that, that's when they became Zaidia. No. It was just after that they became Zaidia Mziki. Do you know why it wasn't then? Uh-huh. Because on that day, they sang the song Niwewe Tu. On that's, December 31st, 2005? Yes. That song is what made me rededicate my life to God. I didn't even know them I, as a different group. I can't group. argue with you because you were there. <laughs> no, I'm serious. On that uh-huh. day, in fact, they didn't even sing any other song. Mm. They sang, they performed individually. Individually. And then they came together that that night and the last the song that they sang together was Niwewe it was wow. this one wow I don't even remember and I have the footage mm, it was that song that they sang I have that food Prince Prince Makai that, has the footage that, for that, that life that night changed my life so I I they are very particular I am very I have such memories about what happened you know 
how we did that event was wait first which are the musicians because so that guys can know in the scene at this time these are the musicians who are bubbling bro all those musicians who we had on stage were everyone were doing missions with Escobamba. okay so so those joxy uh-huh gospel fathers uh-huh 501 yep if hey because the 501 came looking dope yeah all all clad in white <laughs> those sheila uh-huh sk blue yep daddy owen mm-hmm fat mode yep i don't know if rafton was there i don't think so rafton wasn't there but i don't you know, think so i don't even think henry <laughs> mutuko was there no dng dng and kiki and kiki and riga and riga and last but definitely not least emmanuel jal oh man yes jal was there as well performed at five o'clock in the morning <laughs> i just had to mention that <laughs> oh man this is that was an epic event when we did tso in 2005 i thought we we're going to get 1500 marks I thought those are the number of people who were going to come. By 8 p.m. there was almost a stampede outside. Yep. Guys pushing trying to get into the main into the new ministry center now, which was fully packed. It was f- packed, packed, packed. You know now guys pushing outside, you know, the bouncers, the bouncers at that time akina Kongo and akina Gowi. <laughs> you know, outside trying to make sure that people do not come in through the small gate. And then Jugush came up with an idea quickly. Let's have another venue arena 2 at a small sanctuary yes bethel and we've always almost had two venues at each tso since then yeah so that venue was so full that everybody could not fit in and if it did you would have had a drama wow, like like the previous year for Smine i remember mine of experience yeah. yeah so we didn't want a repeat of that mm-hmm. not even we i wasn't part of it <laughs> you didn't want <laughs> a repeat of it <laughs> <laughs> so what you did you said we're going to have two simultaneous gigs yep. so artists perform at the main sanctuary then they go and then go to bethel and perform there as well and perform that's the first day i met you I don't even remember. I came on stage and asked Moses, "Hey, I'm a rapper. I'm an upcoming rapper. I want to perform. <laughs> can I perform?" So he told me go talk to Njugush. And Njugush tells me, "No problem, you can perform. Just go and chill over there on the stage." So of course I went there and I sat on the stage with my CD <laughs> from 8 o'clock to 5 o'clock in the morning. That's how I remember Jal performed at 5. <laughs> Did you perform yourself? Nothing. <laughs> But I realized I was not supposed to oh, perform. And it was maybe not the right time. No, no, I wasn't. I was supposed to hear that mm-hmm. song Niwewe too. You would dedicate your life and i know no not even dedicate my life hours for god mm-hmm. but just know that when you do things you do it for the glory of god and jal who i used to produce for performs at five o'clock and he's just flown in from london and he taught me live by faith yeah so and i and, and that day i said next year i'll be on this stage and people will know my the words of my song so that that day t- completely changed my life had you done close your eyes by no, that time so now but but what happens what why i'm trying to tell you why i'm saying it why i can only give my testimony but i can say how your events were life changing i'm grateful for that you get what i mean from, from an audience perspective i'm very grateful for that yeah I'm so very... so and that's what events being done by gospel music dj's or event companies should be about it should be a transformative transformative experience for each and every single person yeah who comes into that and that place. should be our attitude especially um, you know uh, as believers whenever we put the gigs together whenever we do our radio shows or the tv shows we should always aim towards seeing how can this transform or change someone's life how can this inspire someone's life how can this be able to bring someone you know mamlaka chapel used to have a youth ministry called salt serving a living transformer you know that basically when christ checks into your life it transforms you from the inside out in people start seeing the change that's taking place in your life and um one of the most beautiful things about that event for uh, for TSO uh even as we launched ATM was just seeing some of my boys who got married show their wives the pledge that they made to abstain from sex Yo, until marriage that's insane and if you're there you got the ATM card and you held on to it until the day you got married like I did Go ahead and hala. Drop us a line tafadhali. Guess who? Guess who from South and Sudan rocking the world right now? What is his name? What's his name?
and Jenna and Jenna and Jenna and Jenna ka fuk nani shwala naida naal and Jen goro ba wiaka jake fursa me shikut jaka mwanta in the beginning shikut na shate karama shwala adam kene ewa and kene rea konkwe ngui mwon me kut kan gurya longo dena shiang kel kede na to go deka larata liya and chando ngui mwon and lay ma shwala shetan o ya dal tima gwa ma tuanta kut gwandong tiye jiko dir benenta kodir ne tiyavanta tirama gwa ma lar Okay, Moz, 2005 begins. 2005. And I think this was another crazy year for Kobamba. First of all, let's say there had not been an event like that by uh, outfit. Most of on 31st. Most on the year before. Oh, had done a 31st event. They done a 31st event. Oh, I believe yes. at Parkland's Baptist. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. In 2004. I was in the US at that time that New Year's Eve. And they did a gig at Parkland's Baptist. Uh So, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't around. But I do believe they had done a gig that night. So the two event companies 
that were doing youth gospel events mm-hmm. was Kubamba mm-hmm. and Mosa with with DJ Mo, DJ Josh Mo, and DJ Josh and uh, Kevin Mulay Kev, DJ Kev DJ Kev yes so now in 2005 i think Kev had left the country from not wrong yes he had uh so again we ended up doing the gig alone i wish it was around in get punguzia shida for all the guys who came um in that same year eatv had started if you remember mm. east africa tv you know they had started a radio station and then they came up with a tv station yes. and saramigwe was head in the station i think uh, she was the programs manager based in tz mm-hmm, yeah because it was very tz heavy it was very tz heavy so there are two things that we had done one we had launched an, a bible study of a dvd so we had asked artists who are part of kubamba had done songs most if you remember richie as we were doing missions in the high schools all of us would sit down and scrutinize each other each other's music why are you going to the studio to record this song what's the content for this song mm-hmm. we always used to ask each other those questions i mean i have you pictures of you on, on the floor, floor. <laughs> writing lyrics hmm. before we went for a mission i think to aquinas high school hmm. we always used to critique because i joined music. three I, i joined kubamba three months after tso yes hmm. so now our songs had to be so biblically based because we were coming up with a bible study that guys needed to listen to the music and then what are the scriptures this song was written off this scripture what do you get from this line over here on this song how does it relate to this scripture over here what's the call to action cta is this clear the areas as was call to action what's the call to action to it um so it was very important for us to make sure that the songs that we were writing were very scriptural based mm-hmm. now together with GNPI because we had already started that partnership there with Prince Makaya when he was in charge at GNPI at that time we did a demo for a TV show so during my trips to the US I came back with all these music videos. Mm-hmm. All these international music videos that had Toby Mac, they had Grits, that had Akina Nicole Simalen and all those guys. So it had hip hop, it had some R&B, it had some CCM contemporary Christian music artists in there. And my question with Njugush and Akina Soxi at that time was how do we do a show, a gospel show that we can DJ the gospel videos? So oh man Moz you are you've got too much that you think is too irrelevant but it's too heavy. So say that again. This is what you said. You said that a DVD Bible study mm-hmm. was created. Yeah. How I know that is because I was part of it yes. in the name of Jesus yes. was shot for free. Yes, because of Prince that. Micaiah to be put as a as part of the video bible loop. video yes video loop it's called mm-hmm. video loop yep. as part of the bi- bi- bible study mm-hmm. that was in there mm-hmm. there was 501 in there there was cubanotics yes. there was kamaukarongo so we would then go and do high school missions sheila sheila was there with falling mm-hmm. we would then go and do high school missions and leave them and leave them with material for them to do bible study visually because kids were now entering it was it was becoming now visual also was it was a big remember Arthur K had started a tv show called Stomp with Nation yeah uh-huh. so video was beginning to penetrate into pop culture or yes. youth culture yes. so music videos were important mm-hmm. my name is Richard Jao Richard Kabiru Jao but when i'm holding a microphone people call me a star a star A star means the light that leads to the light like the star that led the wise men straight to Christ. Christ is the light that shines up bright, a star the light that speaks of Christ. And it comes from the book of Matthew 5:16 which basically says let your light shine so that people can see the good things that you do with your light with your life and not praise you but instead praise the Father in heaven. Me I was a person who relied on on money. Or, or or had a lot of money so I didn't need Christ. So God put me in a position where I had nothing else. It was a hard position but I had nothing else but God to turn to. Either God or death. So long story short, God showed me his face and, sh- and gave me a need and showed me how much I need him. My lifestyle without Christ was one of partying 
one of not going to church. On receiving Christ, I had to let go of very many things. And actually in one of my songs I say, Lord, I'm trying to put my foot through the door. I can't take this no more. Yes, I believe, but I find it hard to let go. Chupachini, no more sipping, yani ni quit. But every time I hear that sound, ding, bottles, I want to sip. Tell me what to do to change. Should I change the friends I have or should we all together change? That period was like Jesus in the desert. Uh, it was also difficult for Jesus in the desert, but temptations and going through the fire is what makes you come out purified and strong and ready now for purpose. My folks in class three made me start doing piano and I learned how to produce music and I became a producer. Being sober-minded, understanding the words is what made me really understand God telling me I want you to be a rapper. You see, for me, I thought now I'm getting saved, I'm going to become the best gospel producer ever because I was good at it. But God was like, no, I want you to rap. Know that I'm the truth, know that I am able. Never say impossible. That's what I was saying. I can't rap God. <laughs> it's possible with Jesus. So blessed. Oh yes, JC and Jesus Christ. So fresh. I work with people who are called by God to do what they do. That way, the whole product is anointed. In the name of Jesus. Uh, that was the last song I wrote on my album. People have joked with this name Jesus. So verse, verse one is I pray in the name Jesus. Verse two, I explain my understanding of the name Jesus. And now verse three, I, I show you the people who prayed, trusting and believing, John 16, 24. Until now you've not asked for anything in my name, asking you will receive so that your joy may be complete. People who, who understood the power of the name Jesus, who have prayed. You know, who have prayed. They said that I had HIV, said that I was history, but in the name of Jesus, positive to negative. The doctor said, I'm sorry, you'll never have a baby. But in the name of Jesus. The reason I was doing an album was to understand the process of being an artist. So my aim right now is to remove Riga's album, is to remove Giuliani's album, to remove Michelle's album, to remove the other hip hop people's album, and then. With time, when God tells me, okay, now this is the message I have for you, I will do it. But for now, I, I, I will definitely remove the song. So, what I was going to say about this show, this pilot demo. that we, this demo that the pilot that we, that we wanted to do, was how do we mix gospel music videos? How how do we how do we make this practical? So we did the pilot with GNPI at Village Market and set up the decks. I hosted the show uh, with Njugush and we put it together into a one hour show and with videos there, just so that we had not mixed the videos uh, using the decks, you know, we, the videos were, as, were added onto the conversations that we were having. So I was playing the songs, actual songs, mm -hmm. but the video but was just yes. placed on top. You know, like Fourth Avenue Jones, Move On. That was such a dope song. You know that song? is what inspired Calligraph to call himself Calligraph Jones. Because of that song, Move On. Because of 4th Avenue Jones. Oh, man. That in fact, it's that clip here. The so, Jones. Jones, now. <clears throat> an interest. This is very uh, interesting. And when is a gospel music, right? Yep. And if you... <clears throat> you definitely... You might have heard about the group called 4th Avenue Jones. Yes, yes. That's where I got the Jones from. <laughs> Because I used to be a very big fan of them. You can't even make that for Fourth Avenue Jones were like the black eyed peas of gospel. Exactly, yeah. So at that time they had they had this song uh, Move On and then and, and uh Dore something nini nini I was yeah yeah your background is blowing my mind. <laughs> yeah man. So I, because of me being a big fan of their music and them as a group, I decided to take that name and put them together with Calligraph Jones. And I thought it <laughs> sounded pretty cool together, man. Calligraph and Jones are very compatible. They go together and from then, Oh, man. Calligraph, I see no connection at least. So Fourth Avenue Jones, they become so big, they were signed by Interscope. Yep. By Dr. Dre. Yep. That's how big this gospel group was. For Savini Jones, I keep saying, was the black-eyed peas of gospel. Yes. Oh, man. I oh, the roots. Said... May I say they're the roots of gospel? Mm. Because they were banned. Yeah. So, um, so we sent the demo to, to EATV. And um, Sarah wanted to take the show. But her manager's there, probably, to come up. 
maybe shida ya religion ama vitu kama hizo there was an issue there so she wasn't able to adopt the show there but that's the show now that we ended up doing as crossover crossover 101 four years later so this is when you created that demo of this but the concept happened because of you were doing this video loop yeah is what presented this idea for you to this same kubamba show that you have on radio yeah. how do we make it now visual how do we make it visual ah man because you know, you know why why i was telling you you're, you're you're skipping i thought you were trying to say that you did that then because i'm like no there's a lot you've done in between before getting yep. on the crossover 101 yep. it was just a demo for that, that was show. crazy that's when the demo that's when you did the demo that's when we did the demo so in 2006 man our missions now is just got better and they got sweeter man going to high schools increased we're probably now getting to a space where we we'll do maybe maybe 10 high schools a term no maybe 30 high schools a term ah bro you you umeenda mbele sana bana 30 you meant to have done 100 in a year 19 a year so nairobi so nairobi was in 2007 oh okay 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 to <laughs> 7 <laughs> That was yeah when Papa San came. Yeah. Yeah, okay. July. Okay. Remember. So 2006 is now when your high school missions increased. Oh man, they increased, they got better. Those are the days now we say crossing all over. Uh, because uh, in 2006 I remember we do shows on Hope FM and Jugush would take guys for missions to Meru. Mhm. Oh now you started doing missions outside Nairobi. Outside Nairobi now. Uh go do missions outside Nairobi. Uh, would go do missions in Kitale uh, mm-hmm. and remember we had a Toyota DX mm. <laughs> in 2006 a turning point was in September when we got you know uh, one of the churches that had gone to visit in 2005 you know in the states now in the states they committed and they said you know what we're going to help you uh, get a vehicle to be able to move around to do your ministry and that's where that white that's where the white KW came through because the church gave a certain amount and this family remember i talked about Sean had these two ladies that he left behind Jackie and Diana at the Hope Church at the Hope Center so when Sean left he left two ladies behind running there yes it was Jackie and Diana and they became like my sisters to date we're all very tight so Diana's church when Diana went back to the states mm-hmm. Their church is the one that said we're going to support you to buy a ministry vehicle because Diana had seen what we're yes, going through. Yes, yes. And then Jackie's family said we're going to top up to what the church gives. Okay, I love where you're going with this most. Explain to people how you'd do missions broke. I like I so said you, you're going to schools but you don't have a car. We don't have a car. How are you transporting artists? I can <laughs> God God has his own way of doing things. Like I said we don't do because we have. We do because God has said. And, and what God, God said to you yeah. that said go to the youth go. go to the youth make it happen and God would just bring all these connections my friends Effie would give me a car Joy would give me her car and here is Ruth and her family coming to pick me up to take me uh, to the studio Sean I just bought a combi <laughs> you know those old combis for 1968 mm. so Sean would give me that combi to transport guys for missions now or you just tell guys meet in town or we'll meet in town and the school would send us a vehicle to pick us up to go for the mission so it's not that you had the money oh bro to do these missions what money none of the shows i'm doing are paying sometimes i'd get a wedding here and something like that but it wasn't it wasn't much actually most in fact let me just say the most saturday afternoons we were probably out doing missions mm mm-hmm. We're probably out doing missions in the school. So and for me given the opportunity to go for a wedding or a mission my auto my natural default is automatic drift go for the mission. And the mission it's it's extracting money from you. It's not it's giving. Extra, it's not giving. It's not giving, man. And let me ask at this time another very crucial thing that I think is very important to talk about. Mm-hmm. Other DJs now coming into to you because at this time you're the only DJ but mm-hmm. now there are other people who are looking up to you and saying I want to be a gospel DJ. Remember this DJ Kev? Who's there? Oh yes, okay, yes, this yes. DJ but DJ Josh. Kev has flown out. Oh, he went out because he had launched uh Groove Awards. Mm-hmm. I think for two years, he done it for two years, then he left. Mm-hmm. Uh for a couple of months or maybe for almost like a year. I can't remember how long he was gone for. Okay, okay. And then he came back. 
but DJ Josh was still around. Then there was DJ Neves. Uh, there was DJ Rick. There was DJ Rick who now started coming into the into the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not many. We all knew each other. Yes, okay, I, I agree. But what I'm trying to say is who who I think I'm trying to talk about the mentorship that you started doing mm-hmm. and DJs who've come through Kekru. Yeah. Because as you became an outfit, oh. it wasn't just artists coming. No, now at that time God allowed me to connect with some fresh guys like DJ Soxy. Mm-hmm. So Soxy had met Soxy at a gig called Inuka Singles Timeout that uh, Pastor Nick had organized back in the day, maybe it was maybe 2003 or something like that. I can't remember the year. And Soxy was one of the singles who came for, <laughs> for that camp <laughs> and DJ Fresh as well. Uh-huh. And so we all bonded at that time. We all bonded. And so I got to know Soxy more. Soxy started working with family. Uh, but then he also come work with us uh, for, for, for Kubamba on Saturday nights. So they're inviting Soxy more and more into our space. Nice. You get to say inviting Soxy more and more. DJ Fresh flew out. We went to the States. Yeah. Uh, then he started doing his radio show from the States. So it was very tight. Yeah. And DJ Fresh was responsible for KenyanGospel.com. Yes. He's yeah. now mm-hmm. responsible for Kenyans. Kenyans.co.ke. You need yes. to interview that guy. Yeah. So DJ Fresh, in 2004, he came back in the country. And then he came back with this case logic. There was no fool of hip-hop and dancehall and R&B. Such fresh sound, including radio drops uh-huh. from artists. Man, he came with that whole case logic and he left it with me, man. It was like, here. <laughs> Use this, man. So that just took us to another place, man. Because now he gave me another fresh sound of music. Fresh, fresh like fresh. Yeah. <laughs> fresh sound of music, man. That's why I got to connect with, uh, in 2004, Lacrae. Mm-hmm. I pray. That, What's it called? That song that you always tell me about. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. That I'm was pray- much later. Oh, that was later. So Lacrae, uh, at that time, you know, he had come up with that, al- that song. In that album, he had a song called Crossover. I mean, the music was so... Let me tell you what, I know the power of music, man. I know the power of music. And, you know, my, my biggest challenge, especially to the young artists that we have right now, is I cannot overemphasize the importance of us guys reading scriptures and being able to translate scriptures into songs in a way that's relevant. I mean, those songs that these guys were doing, they helped build my faith and the faith of so many people. And that's what I think we're lacking today. Mm-hmm. because that album by Lacrae um, man it had songs like Fanatic mm. I'm an F-A-N-A-T-I-C Fanatic I rap Christ till I D I'm like that's exactly what, to, what I want to do man <laughs> I want to be fanatic mm. yeah, I'm a fanatical follower of Jesus Christ you get they had songs like um, Aliens mm. we are aliens and basically what they're saying is this world is not our home mm. You know, us guys are citizens of heaven, man. We are aliens. That was taken from the book of Peter. You get... And so my question is, where have we gone wrong? What has happened? Because those songs completely shaped our faith. Mm. KJ52, in the same case logic, man. He had an album called Pronounce 52. And he did a song first. He had released an album before. The Eminem of... (laughs) He was the Eminem of that time of gospel, you know, because guys, his flow and Eminem's were very similar. So at at his peak, he did an album called Dear Slim. Mm. And Slim listened to that album. And Slim listened to it and he dissed him. And then in KJ5, in his next album called Pronounce 5-2, he did Dear Slim Part Part 2. And in DSLIM Part 2, uh, in, in this album called Pronounce 5-2, uh, he had a song called Guilty. And, you know, basically, it starts with him being in a courtroom. This is, an al- this is, an, this is a CD. <laughs> so he's in a courtroom. Case, case number 7752, KJ52 against the Son of God. What do you have to plead about the case judge presented before you? And then KJ says, I'm guilty as I'm charged. And then when he starts flowing, <laughs> talking about how guilty he is standing before God for the sins that he has made. Mm. But then it ends by him saying, being pardoned because he had accepted Christ to be his Lord and Savior. You need to listen to that. Man, mm. guys, you need to listen to that album called Pronounce 5-2, the song called Guilty. In the same album, he had a song called Number One Fan. 
Yeah. Where he's talking about it's a fan of his and we get so many of those and this girl was battling with committing suicide. Mm. And the song is so tight and it's so real. I I like what you've said about that because I mean entering real world conversations because even um this guy Flame also had a song oh, now man. again now about mental health and mm-hmm. uh, depression things which are this society is really going through yep. and battling those ADD and all those different things. Bro, they so he is fresh man. He's come with all this music <laughs> now that has just given me a fresh boost into <laughs> into my faith banner. And you know Flame in one of Flame's albums or still in that case logic. He had a song called The Heart. Mm. And he says that the heart is deceitful above all things. You know, he's breaking down that scripture for you and I'm like this is me. This scripture is, this <laughs> this song is talking about me man. You get so so fresh came with that case logic. Left me with it and completely Yani huge game changer for me. Again, what another thing that I'm hearing about you is you as a DJ you're constantly listening to music. Bro, that's that's exactly what you have to to, to date. To date, man. What do you look for? You've the said sound, some of it, but I just want to hear again. What do you look for? I have to emphasize. First production quality has to be dope. There there's no two ways. Whether you're a secular artist or whether you're a gospel artist. If you choose to get into the studio to sing, production has to be dope the track has to be dope you need to sing or you need to rap mm. you need to be very good at this not kubahatisha mm. i tell artists most of the time because you know i get so many guys sending me videos i always tell them listen before you go shoot a video please send your audio to someone who who's in that space to be able to advise you because i'm not moved by videos mm. because people don't remember videos that much it's the music it's, it's the song mm. it's the song that you remember that's what carries you I the music is there I, to enhance i think there was a time that videos were working just because a video is good mm-hmm. but i think we're out of that era it's back to the music bro for me music has always been my driving I li- force i like that always. i like it, yeah. quality and if you if you're a musician if your job is to sing you have to keep working at it man you really have to continue working at it if you can sing sing do it well go to a good producer who will produce your song very well i can excuse a video but i can't excuse the audio i hear you uh-huh because the audio is that's the song man that's what you're doing that's what you're doing yeah. the video is there just to enhance the song mm-hmm. and most of the time of course what we normally see is the video is probably not even related to the storyline of the audio mm. you know so um but i always i always look at the quality of the song but then all but then uh, sort of the quality of the product of the production of the song the artistry in there but then what's the message as well maramo music is ngoma ndio kona track kali but um I'm like the content fails but at the same time the times when I've listened to songs and I'm like the content is so dope but the production is bad. Mm. Oh I get so you, you don't just come you can be like yeah the content is good but the song is wrong. Yeah and I'm not I always do advise guys if I listen to the song I tell you there's something good you need to get a good producer. Mhm. And have you told guys by the way you don't really have this? Oh yeah. And do they get I mean okay and it's, you, how you, it's how you put it. You okay. know, because there's some guys who The song is good but they are not gifted in terms of going to the studio to sing and I'm like why don't you write for songs for people who can sing mm-hmm. because you realize not all musicians not all artists can write songs mm-hmm. and this thing is so well where known. where are the Dan Warrens where are the Walter Afeni where are the baby faces there it goes where are the Pitsons where are the Mr Vs the Mr that's it you know we need to let these guys thrive in their space which is writing and then the guys like Esther who are really good with flowing let them flow You we just say that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um so this is the season. Um I mean what I'm talking about is you have nothing. I mean what else what I was trying to make people understand is that money or no money you fast went. Bro, you have to you, you fast you 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 were like I've been called to do missions. I'm already looking for schools. We're already banging on doors. Those schools were there. <laughs> But I, yeah, exactly. Schools were there. Ask is <laughs> the new. The harvest was hungry. The harvest there's no high school to date Richie that we've ever gone to and students don't give their lives to Christ. The schools have always been there. So for me saying that we can't go would have been a huge disservice to the gospel because then I limit what God can do. And if you consider what God has allowed us to be able to do to date. I cannot sit and say be the young. We can only say this is what God has done. Mm-hmm. This is the story. This is even as we talk, this is what God has done through us. Mm. Ordinary dudes just got aligned to do extraordinary things. 
Yeah. Most I'll keep interjecting hey it's my it's it's me it's it's, it's I'll keep interjecting to give my two cents yep. because I am a product of you guys. Mm. I keep saying everywhere that I go there are people I always say I can look back at my story and be like if it wasn't for Kanji I would not be here. Mm. I can then look back and say if it wasn't for Kubamba Kekru mm. I would not be here. Because the thing about what Kekru gave me was an understanding of ministry but also work ethic. Mm-hmm. Because dude the amount of doors that opened is how I won my Kisima. The organizers of Kisima didn't know who they were calling me Esther. <laughs> they didn't even know how I was nominated. Oh, But do you know how I was nominated mm-hmm. because of the schools that we went to yeah. and the students nominating. And the students saying we want Esther. We are voting for Esther for Kisima. Mm-hmm. So what am I what I'm, what I'm trying to bring with this story is just the amount of schools that we went to or that K crew have gone through in that season. Like I'll give an example. How many schools would you say you've gone through since K crew happening? How many students do you think you've reached? It's likely well over a million students face to face that face to is face. i'm not talking about tv we're not talking about It's radio face to face over a million students have been met oh, because man. two people walked in faith and two people i'm talking about you and jugush just between 2011 and now we've probably connected with over a million students face to face across where in this country haven't you this gone to just in kenya no and we are in kenya where haven't you gone to from the remote God has been very good to us. We need to go to Marsabit. Agenda Marsabit. So Marsabit we're coming. So aside from Marsabit, give us some of the places that you've gone to. Oh bro, we've gone all the way to Turkana. All the way, man. Is there a province or a county that you haven't touched? You just said Marsabit. Maybe northeastern. Northeastern we've not been there yet. So guys, the northeastern will be coming soon. You've not been there physically, but you've been there oh, dig- digitally yeah, and, and, and me- on mainstream screen, media. We've definitely been there. And we have many guys who I believe from northeastern and uh that part of the country who love what it is that we do. Yeah. You know, um but let me say let me tell you something Richie. Uh, through the through this process man and you asked me the question how we able to do it. Is this God connecting you with those people who believe in what it is that you're doing and some for a season and some who you continue being with for a long time. Mhm. So some are seasonal. Some are seasonal and I'm very 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 grateful for all those guys who God has allowed us to be with and you know uh Jennifer that's Gowie's wife uh there's somebody who used to co-host with after Anki Gutta left Ashley Ashley Ndambo uh all these are wonderful people who God has allowed us to be with and even now as we're talking you know let me talk about a down moment when Askers were doing these missions and I know there are many but one of the hardest ones was was DNG DNG I met DNG I think it was in 2003. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E D I F I .app.